hell yeah, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man, as voted by Mr. Meeseeks. I just watched that episode the other day. I never really understood why people quoted that episode so much of Rick and Morty, but the series is really brilliant, but sometimes I watch it and I'm so lost as to... uh I guess what I'm trying to say is there's some there's some hits and some real misses. Anyways, let's shout out everyone in the chat. I'm a little bit late today. I overslept through my alarm. We got Sharky Genie, Vulgar Tech, Dr. Wombs, Schizmoid, Alan Rides a Bike, and iBook Boy. Really thin crowd today, but that's okay because that's how I like my pizza. Nice and thin. There's nothing to complain about there. More meat, more substance, less bread. Venus Diatraps. It's about quality not quantity. Now, I have a lot of topics here, and they're kind of all over the place, so I tried to write down the order I want to talk about everything, because obviously, I have a black eye. I have a black guy. Obviously, I have a black eye, so uh, it's <laughs> we're going to get to that. You know, I don't want to skip that and build too much suspense, but I do want to explain to you guys why I was a little bit late today, and why it's already been kind of a rough day. I was in my bed, this morning, just snoozing like uh, SpongeBob. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. My dog was just having a little thought bubble on his head. He was just thinking about bones and running around and tennis balls. And we're just having a nice, peaceful sleep. It's really hot outside, so I got the AC cranking. We're just comfortable. And then I hear, bam, scared, poo poo. I'm like, whoa, something crazy just happened right outside of my bedroom window. So I get up. It's 9 in the morning. I just went to sleep at like 4.30, so I'm kind of like sleepy. I can't see that well. I look out there. I see two cars. There's a truck with a trailer, and the trailer has a flat tire. Like it's been hit, took in some damage. And there's a car up in my neighbor's front yard on his landscape, ran over all his plants, his bumpers like ripped off completely under his car, and I'm looking at it, his car's facing directly towards my window, so I'm not going to say it was a close one, because the car stopped, but had that car gone another 30 feet, it would have took out my neighbor's like awning, so it would have took out their little carport, and then would have smashed into my bedroom window, and uh, this house is pretty strong, you know, nothing would have happened, but Koopa would be fucking terrified and he'd have traumatic stress for the rest of his life. I would have had an even worse morning than I've already had. So I'm looking at these guys arguing, you know, just being a nosy neighbor, just like looking through my little blinds, like what's going on out there? And I realize, okay, it's just a regular like fender bender. This car is a little bit fucked up. This car just lost a tire. Not a big deal. They uh, clean it up after only, what, 20 minutes? They clean it up. They drive away. Both cars are still able to drive. Everything is good to go. Although the the car that jumped the curb, it was one of those little crotch rockets. So that fucker hobbled away. It was like clicking and shit. It was like, click, 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 click. It's just fucked up going away. It hobbled off in, uh, it was having a rough day. Not, Not in its prime condition. So I wake up. I go, you know what, dude? I'm already awake. Let me uh let me just go do some editing. I finished all my editing today. 
I started to do ninja review. I looked at myself in this in this camera. I was like, man, I look too stupid to do ninja review. Fuck that. I uploaded a throwback episode that you guys are really gonna enjoy. It's the uh it's the boneless episode. It's the guy that only does bonelesses. A classic. It was probably first uploaded two years ago. So for you new viewers, you're really gonna enjoy it. But that's how my my day started. I had a sore throat. I still have a sore throat. So I'm not going to really be able to yell too much on today's podcast. Um, it's weird though, my sore throat, because it's not sore like coughing, like, uh, uh, uh. it's sort of like if I fucking touch my throat, if I put my finger into my throat, I go, ow, that hurts. And earlier today I was trying to, I do these stretches like before I do the podcast, cause I know I'm going to be sitting for a long time and nonstop talking. I'll do these little back stretches and stomach stretches and I, I I roll my neck around my shoulders and that fucker is just hurting dude it's not feeling good but we're here um no reason to stop the podcast the only time we've ever stopped the podcast is when I had COVID that was the only time the only time we didn't do a podcast I've been super hungover I've been badly injured this is probably the third or fourth podcast I've showed up to do with a black eye or some face injury or or something wrong with my leg or body in some way i'm happy to be here i have a great time doing this and uh i live to entertain you guys but uh let's talk about let's talk about how this happened uh maybe five days ago got into a fight at the bar pointless fight no reason to do it that's why um this whole situation is really embarrassing I haven't wanted to go out of the house. I haven't wanted to be on camera. I haven't wanted to to do anything because every time I look in the mirror, I say to myself, oh, yeah, you got in a bar fight. It was over nothing. It was not like a big deal. It wasn't like some big dramatic beef because right after this fight, I had a beer with the dude. And it was just one of those things where I look at myself and I say, wow, dude, like you could have completely avoided this, yet you chose to have a super destructive damaging weekend you have nothing to show for it you didn't win some big prize you didn't uh it wasn't like you know these other fights where someone's talking shit to your chick and you fucking knock them out or someone fucking calls you like all some racist shit or or something and then but you beat their ass there's no like glory here you just you just decided to wake up and fuck up your face which is not, not just my face my knuckles are fucked up one of my knees is injured right now. Andy Schrock's coming to town on Monday. Hopefully, I'm healed enough by then to skate. And it's just, uh, it's one of those situations where it's mostly just embarrassing. You're you're looking at yourself. And you're saying, wow, dude, you can do better. You've done better. You can do better. What is up with this, this like, this self-destruction? So, I'm not happy about it. I am very embarrassed. But. I do want to uh I want to explain to you guys that I'm not sad about it today. I'm not sad about it this week because a lot of good things came from this as they always do. You know, I have this quote that I said the other day. I don't know if I'm stealing it or what, but I've said uh sometimes the worst setbacks inspire the greatest breakthroughs. And I I thought to myself, dude, most of the time I've ever done something really productive in life, it's been on the heels of some sort of tragedy or something bad. And I think that applies to a lot of people. The most common example in the world would be 
the idea of like rock bottom, right? Not that I'm hitting rock bottom. I'm not some. I'm not saying that I've hit rock bottom and I'm fucking. I'm. I'm I can only go up from here. But I'm saying that that the biggest setbacks often inspire the greatest breakthroughs, and I feel like that's what happened here. I had all this time to spend inside. I had all this energy and I had all this motivation to finally, finally, finally begin my second YouTube channel. And I had this time to sit down and take notes. I said, you know what? I'm not going out. I'm not drinking because every time I look at a drink, it's it's reminds me of this these bad decisions. You know, I'm not sitting around. Well, I am eating a lot of junk food <laughs> because it makes me feel good, okay? I, I got to eat the junk food. I lost like three pounds. I gained four. I just weighed myself today. I'm back. All this work I did for the four weeks that I was working out, I lost it all in, in the course of four days. But that's not a big deal. Um, we'll get all that back. So I'm getting back to normal. I have all these ideas, all these notes, and I say, you know what? Now is the time to really capitalize. I begin my channel. I get some of my channel art done. I get my channel outro. Just today, I've done my new channel first video. I'm I'm killing it with my little chores and staying busy. You know, looking like this. I'm not thinking about this other stuff that was on my mind last week. That shit's completely out. Now I got new things to focus on. And I really do feel like I'm moving forward. But I still fucking, <laughs> I still look at myself and I'm like, well, you don't, you don't look like like a winner, you still look like a loser. And you know what? Maybe that's what I need to keep this keep this motivation going. I was just chatting with Andy Schrock yesterday, and he's like, dude, you got the new channel going. You got this dope idea, which leads me to my next topic. What is my new channel idea? Well, a lot of you guys already know, but you don't really have all the details. And I'm still thinking about how I want to present this because I think... I think that the reason I'm shadow banned on YouTube is because I'm controversial. I think that the reason I don't get invited to um, the Braille house is because I'm too rough around the edges. I think the reason that I don't have these big corporate sponsors anymore is because of things like this podcast where we say some outlandish shit or I'll go on Twitch and get drunk and break a table or I'll show up to the podcast with a black eye. I feel like a lot of these things that I've done for the past eight years, you know, my my hating on scooters, ninja review, uh, my language, I feel like a lot of these things have, have really held me back. So I'm I'm anxious and I'm like real tentative and timid. I'm real timid to have my face attached to this new channel you know, this virgin channel, just new, ready for the world. <laughs> that was the worst way to put it. See, this is why no one fucks with me. This new channel, just ready for the world. I don't want it to be tainted with uh, the idea that it's in some way connected to me. You know, I'm pretty sure that's the reason I never got on Revive or got on Force. Andy might deny this, but I feel like it's got to be something like that. So we started Cake Muscle, you know. It's never, I've never taken any of that shit personal ever, you know. Uh, I always discuss when I used to go to Woodward, the the people would always say, hey, listen, man, you, you can't go crazy here. And I go, listen, it's a professional environment. That's don't worry. I won't. I never do. You know, I, I'm totally fine. And I always was fine. Although I've told you guys this story before. I think like I don't know if it was three or four separate times something happened at Woodward 
and everyone looked at me and blamed me. And my response was almost every time I said, I wasn't even there. Or I was sleeping. That was that was somebody of uh, uh, two doors over. That was a completely another human being. They just hear that something happened and you guys accuse me. And it's this this fucking you know, dark cloud that hovers over me because I said fuck a couple times on YouTube. So I'm not sure how I'm going to announce the new channel. Or maybe I'll just do like a real soft announcement for just you guys. Because the last thing I want is, like I have a lot of faith in this new idea, right? And a lot of you guys already know what it is. I have a lot of faith in this to potentially take off. Does that mean it's guaranteed success? No. Nothing's ever guaranteed. Nothing's ever like, you know, going to be successful just, just because it's a good idea. But if if I if I do this the wrong way and and I just become... Ninja lifestyle, the scooter bully with the bad language and the, the guy that gets into fights and talks about drugs and gets drunk and breaks breaks shit on his stream. If I if I get that associated with this new channel that that's just basically only about spreading positivity, then I feel like I've done myself a disservice. So I'm not quite ready to share with you guys exactly what I'm doing. So I uh I think that's the best thing that I can do. For me, I have plenty of time to put more thought into uh, exactly what I want to do, but just now is not the time, so I'm not going to say sorry for not announcing it yet. I also have so much more work to do. I've always said this, you don't want to talk too much about any idea project or, or even like things like a job interview, because if you fucking hype it up too much, it's, it's almost like a superstition. It's more likely to crumble. So I, I feel like I've already done too much, but then again, I've been grinding, dude. I got, I got like my work hours logged. Like I'm logging how much time I'm putting into this so that after the first three months, I can see, you know, if like exactly put a dollar amount on how much progress we're making, just, just know that I'm taking this next project very seriously. And that doesn't mean I'm going to quit doing, uh, work on the Ninja Lifestyle channel. But let's be honest, guys, like I've kind of lost the passion for for skateboarding. You know, I've I like skateboarding. I like riding my skateboard. I like doing my pop shove it. I like doing board slides. But the idea of me like jumping down a handrail and breaking my arm for literally pennies, that that idea has, has fleeted and it's it's not really been on my mind for a long time. And also the idea of me being like a walking, talking, skating vlogger disgusts me. And it's it's mainly like not to hate on the guys that are making money, doing good. And maybe this is a little bit of bitterness too that I'm like kind of left in the dust. Like I kind of got left behind in the, the skater vlog thing. You know, I was on top from, from rags to riches back to rags. But I just, I see some of these popular skating vloggers and I just go, nah, not me. I can't, I, I can force myself to do a podcast and laugh and smile with you guys and have fun on stream and make some skate videos and learn some tricks, but I can't fucking, I can't hold a camera in front of my face and go, oh man, I can't wait to show you guys what this new trick I'm trying, I almost died and I put silly putty on my skateboard, I can't fucking make myself do that shit. It it really like disgusts me. And that wasn't a, that wasn't a dig 
at anyone specific. That wasn't a dig at Braille or any of these guys blowing up. It's just maybe it's an age thing. Like I feel like I'm just too old to be doing that type of shit. Like not that I won't do anything for attention. You guys see my old channels. You guys saw what I used to do. I used to do that shit because I had a passion for it, but I don't anymore. You know that that obnoxious the the, the super obnoxious young Steve Ninja Lifestyle Black Ninja Vegas skating videos. That guy is is no longer here. You know, I feel like I have a more refined sense of humor. And I also feel like I I can do better. You know, a lot of the times when I used to make a joke, I didn't know it was a joke until after I said something stupid. Now, now I have like a whole different kind of thing. You know, it's it's uh it's more than just pies to the face and slipping and falling and saying, you know, <laughs> words that are not allowed on YouTube. It's it's more than that now. So I feel like that's that's just the natural progression of life. What else is the natural progression of life is Bidia. Okay, dude, here's what I do. I get, I'm really impulsive, but like, but not to a fault. I'm impulsive. Okay, well, when it comes to buying guns, I'm impulsive to a fucking fault. But when it comes to like other things, I'm impulsive and it's, it's a good thing. It's a motivational way to be. The other day we were here on Twitch, we're streaming and uh, we start watching this food. I go, man, I got a place next to me that makes great birria tacos. It's uh, it's supposed to be like goat meat, but birria de res is like, it's kind of like a s- stewed meat uh, with a flavored broth that they make into, uh, they kind of make them into little mini quesadillas. They're called queso, queso birrias. And they're just like soft, like pulled beef with cheese, cilantro, onions, and the... Uh, the tortilla is like soaked and it's kind of a hard tortilla. It's soaked in this broth and then that makes it kind of hard. It caramelizes, car- caramelizes, caramelizes, whatever. It's just a really good taco. You guys can look it up. B-I-R-R-I-A. I say birria and then it sounds like I'm saying B-I-D-I-A. I, maybe I don't roll the R enough. Yeah, I had these birria tacos the other day and they... uh they're great. So anyways, I decided, you know what, I'm going to make it. I watched a couple cooking videos. A couple people, I think, made them really shittily. And a couple people made them really good. So I, I picked and chose what I wanted from each channel. And it's in my fridge right now. Why is it in the fridge? Oh, let me explain. So I took this chuck roast. I browned it on all sides. I cut it and browned it on all sides. I put it in the slow cooker with uh, a bunch of different seasonings, uh, uh Canned chipotles, a bunch of different like dried peppers that I that I uh, that I got wet and boiled and took out the seeds and habaneros and then blended into a sauce. And I had this thick sauce that went in there with a little bit of liquid, so I have this nice uh, like thick but still loose consomme, which is just like the broth. And dude, it's great. It's in the crock pot. And then I saw binging with Babish. He had a weird technique. Something I've always done, especially with uh, with stewed meats, is I don't want to keep them out all night, so I'll put them in the fridge with the crock pot. And the next day, this thick layer of fat appears on top. This especially happens when I do, like, uh, some type of, well, it's always beef, you know. But if I do, like, a chicken thigh, if I do something with chicken thighs, I get the, I get the big, the big thick, thick, cold, like, it's like ice, right? The top is hard, like a rock, like a broke, like broken little pieces of potato chip. Anyways, when the when the broth is in 
the fridge, all the fat goes to the top. Not all of it, but a lot of it. All the loose fat soaks to the top. I don't know why. And then it forms this thick glass. It's like glass. It's soft. It's soft like uh, like the top of a brownie, right? The top of a brownie, like the hard part of a brownie. So I broke off all those and I saved them because those are the fattiest parts. What Babbage did is after he put his shit in the, fr- in the fridge, he saved those hard parts of fat and he used that to soak the tortilla in before you put the, the meat and cheese into the tortilla and cilantro and onion. Anyways, I got some video going, man. I'm so hyped on it. In fact, I also, I used a habanero from my good friend Keith King. He sent me some dried habaneros from his garden. I used some dried peppers I got from fucking bullshit Amazon and the store. I used some some peppers I got for free from these hot sauce company. And I even used some habaneros from my own motherfucking garden, dude. And I made this hot ass, thick hot sauce paste. Threw it in there with the uh, with the meat. It cooked in only about five hours. I was expecting it to take a lot longer. Didn't take long at all. Five hours. It was done. Let it out. Let it cool. Throw it in the fridge. I kind of got annoyed because I was like, man, I got to at least eat like a little bit today. This all happened yesterday. Whatever. My throat was kind of not not feeling good yesterday. Today it's still not, not feeling good, but I'm going to eat every fucking – I'm going to eat all that shit. It was two pounds. I had one for breakfast today. This is my practice, my practice taco. It's on the Discord. It looks outstanding. A couple of things I need to do. I fucked up a little bit. I'll be honest with you guys. On Amazon, so when I was on COVID, I bought when I was when I was on COVID. When I was when I had COVID, I was doing a lot of Amazon shopping, and I was wondering, like, man, what do, what do I do? Can I buy groceries on there? I'll try it. I'll try to buy groceries on Amazon. I tried it. It was a miserable experience. Uh, I did this on Tuesday when I when my face was <laughs> believe it or not, my face actually. My, my face felt worse, but it looked better. For some reason, I don't know how the blood works, but a black eye always gets worse like three or four days in. It never gets better. The first two days, I didn't have a black eye. It looked normal. It was almost like a little like puffy and like maybe like maybe even yellowy. Then two days later, boom, I have this, I have this stripe like a football player. It's always like that. And that's not just me. That's, that's everybody. Um... You guys would know if you got more black eyes. You guys would know if you made more bad decisions, assholes. So I get the food on Amazon. I accidentally ordered queso fucking fresco like a dumb idiot when I was supposed to get Oaxa. Oh, I can't say that fucking word. I cannot for the life of me pronounce that word. I was supposed to get Mexican string cheese. So yesterday I finally went and got it. Let me explain to you guys how bad Amazon was. So the weather here right now, I got my news website up. The weather right now is 113 degrees. Today's high is 114. Yesterday's was 116. I walked my dog at 1 a.m. last night in the wind. It was 95 degrees at 1 a.m. It's been a really hot week for Las Vegas, okay? So I ordered this frozen food. You guys already know how this story's gonna go. Ordered the frozen food. I'm sitting there. I say, deliver the food between 2 and 4 p.m. I said, that'd be a good time for me. That's right, when I'm waking up, that'd be a great time to start cooking. Send the food between 2 and 4 p.m. So I sit there waiting patiently. I'm looking at my email. Nothing happens. Whatever. Time goes by. Eventually, my phone goes off. And I say, oh, damn. Food was delivered 25 minutes ago. These fuckers couldn't even ring my doorbell. It's 115 degrees outside. I got frozen food sitting in the sun 
outside of my house. So I go out there, I pick up all these dumbass, recyclable, fuck-ass bags. I bring them inside. I find out I got the wrong fucking cheese, so I'm already annoyed. I'm looking at all this stuff, and I say, I didn't order water. I pull water out. Guess what they use to cool the frozen food? I had some frozen vegan, like, vegan-based chicken strips and shit. Motherfucker, they froze a water bottle and put one water bottle in each bag. That's how Amazon keeps their food cold. Like, the same way that you keep your your grade schooler cold in fucking in recess. They just froze a water bottle and set it in there. It's not even touching the food. It's just, it just roll, it rolls to the side. Food's over here spoiling. Water's over here sweating. 25 minutes, man. Still ate the food. I don't fucking care. I, uh, I was going to complain to Amazon. I thought to myself, you know what, dude? They're just doing their job. I, first off, there was no, there was no, like I, I put complaint. I went through the complaint process and I gave them a five out of 10. I gave Amazon a five out of 10. I didn't, I didn't mention the driver, but there was no like comment section. I wasn't able to write my comment. All I wanted to do was write a comment that said, Hey, it's 115 degrees outside. Tell the driver to ring the doorbell. That's what I was, that's all I wanted to write. And I was still going to give you all good, all good scores. Cause if you give them, give them bad scores, it fucks up their job. These guys are working. I don't want to fuck up no one's job. It's not the, not the biggest mistake ever, but not, not the smallest. I just wanted like, I wanted to convey the message that it's hot as fuck outside Amazon. So maybe ring the doorbell. Like they didn't even walk up to my door. Like I have my door and then there's four feet and then there's a gate. And then there's maybe 10 feet, and then there's my car. They put it next to my car. They didn't even walk up to my fucking door. Like, they just set it down next to the car, walked away. <laughs> they could have taken another 15 steps and gotten closer to my house. That would have still been possible. It was just a bad operation, man. And I bought the wrong cheese, so it was it was all bad. Moral of the story is we got the beardy I done, and after this fucking dumbass podcast is done, I still have a bunch of editing to do, but after my editing... I'm going to have a nice one-man birria dinner because I think I think I'm still going to hold on to my uh like drink less kind of thing. You know, Friday's usually my garden party night, but not only do I look stupid from my stupid ass fucking eye, I don't want to explain the story 500 times to my friends. And also I've been uh I've been valuing my alone time lately, and I'm not really alone. I got my little Twitch channel too, so whatever. So I got birria. Uh next topic. This one is this one's interesting because I always talk to you guys about movies. When I watch a movie, I try to share it with you guys. Last night I was looking through Netflix. I'm like, man, all these movies suck balls. Every time I think I got a good movie that's like high rated, it's like a dubbed over movie from France that sucks. I can't stand when somebody says something in French, but then there's some weird American voice. And there's also like whenever someone sets like a, a water bottle down, you get no sound effects because the only audio they do is the audio for the for the voices. So it's just all around bad. I don't know why people like those shitty, shitty dubbed movies. So I'm looking around and go, you know what? Maybe I'll pirate the original Old Boy because I've seen the new Old Boy. There's an old version of Old Boy that, that has subtitles that I wanted to see. Everyone told me it was going to be a, uh, a great movie. And then I came across one called Skater Girl. And I thought to myself, eh... I've lived my entire life skateboarding. I'm a really critical person. Girls suck at skating. Uh, what? Like this, I feel like if I watch this, I'm going to be too critical and I'm going to ruin it for myself. 
And then I remembered Brett Novak said something along the lines of he helped film it. So I was like, uh, I want to support my friend's project, but this movie's going to suck balls. I hate skateboarding movies. Uh, so I fucking clicked it. Clicked it. It started out kind of slow. It grew on me very quickly. Within about 30 minutes, I was hooked. And I I can't wait to recommend this movie to you guys. If you have Netflix, you have to watch Skater Girl. It's just like... Avril Lavigne's song Skater Boy, if Skater Boy was about the caste system and the lack of money in small villages in India. So basically the same as the Avril Lavigne song. Very similar. You have to watch this movie on Netflix, Skater Girl. It's really good. They build a skate park in India, and it's a real skate park that they built just for the film, just so that this village could not only they could make a, a cool movie, a nice dramatic movie, but they also gave back to this small town in India where they built a skate park. So the movie's done. Skate park stays. It's this really good, feel-good movie about uh, about a girl that, that discovers skateboarding and likes it and a bunch of people that discovered skateboarding and liked it. The whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like crossing my fingers like, please, <laughs> please be based on a true story. I don't think it is. I, I don't think it's based on a true story, unfortunately. <laughs> but it was so well done that it could be based on a true story. Also, when I see movies like that, like these these weird underground sort of films, I get that vibe from this. Like it didn't it didn't have a ten million dollar budget. I thought like, man, the actors are gonna fucking suck. The dialogue's gonna suck. Half the shit is in the Hindi Hindu. I see. Did I just say something terrible? I don't know what the language is. It's in this language they speak in India, and you got to read the dubs, which I don't mind reading. I don't mind reading subtitles. I don't mind them at all. And it's half in English, half in another language. I absolutely loved it. Oh, also, as I'm going through the credits, Brett Novak did the filming. Andy Schrock and Aaron Cairo were both mentioned in it. It's just a really nice, feel-good movie. Uh, There's some funny parts. There's some little parts with skating. Don't watch the movie if you're looking for uh, Paul Rodriguez to do the knack. The not a chance, bro. You're not going to see any great skateboarding. But for me, that almost made it better. I dissect, whenever I see skateboarding, I've seen this this one fuck up so many times. In uh, action movies where like a skateboarder comes out, or like when Vin Diesel just magically knows how to skateboard. Like, he'll be skating goofy, and then he'll do a crazy trick, and it'll be like the stunt double, and the, and the double's regular, and then go back to goofy. And then just like, I don't really mind mall grabs, but just like the crazy shit that happens... In these movies with skateboarding, it's it's always so bad. Or you'll see like you'll see the actor bend down with no control whatsoever, and then you'll see the steeziest tray flip of your life, and then the actor just it shows like only his upper body landing. I can't stand that shit. In this movie, everything that was done with skateboarding was done with skateboarding. And I appreciate that a lot. I didn't go into this movie expecting like just to talk shit. But I had a I had a feeling there was going to be some shit talking happening. Not at all. I have nothing negative to say. Nothing. Nothing negative to say about this movie. I very much enjoyed it. I very much recommend it. Everyone has to watch Skater Girl on Netflix. Now, there's another show that I told you guys I was watching called Sweet Tooth. It's a series on Netflix. It's really weird. It's about these people who turn into animals. Why would you watch that, Ninja? You hate shit like that. Yeah, I know I hate shit like that, but some idiot recommended it to me. I watched it anyways, and I started to like it. I got two episodes in, three episodes in. 
starting to like it, four episodes in, starting to like it. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. I'm not going to spoil it. What the hell is wrong with these people? They ended the series without a series finale. So it, it builds all this hype, and then and then it goes, yeah, next episode, it's going to get real fucked. And then there isn't, there's no more episodes. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, well, maybe it comes out on Friday. Maybe it comes out on Wednesday. Nope. That's the end of the season as far as I know. Unless there's something happening behind the scenes that I don't know about. So I got to like episode 9, I think. Shit's about to really pop off. No one knows what's fucking going to happen. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that there's like a secret. I hope there's a secret finale or something. So I'm Googling it. And what do I find? Uh, There's no guarantee for season 2. Even though the show has a lot of success... There has not yet been a guarantee for season two. So I'm thinking to myself, you motherfuckers, you don't even know how the story ends. Like, <laughs> this is so annoying. This is like the number one thing on Netflix. It's been number one for weeks and weeks. Just pony up the money and make another season. What, did these <laughs> these animal kids, what, they flew away? A little bird, bo- bird boy just flew away? You can't get that actor back? Fuck out of here. It was, it was an interesting show about... About the pandemic and about little animal children and about, I don't know, fighting scenes, guns. I liked it. <laughs> the, the, the bad guy looks like clownishly corny. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that should be a new phrase, clownishly corny. It looks like, like a Sonic the Hedgehog boss. <laughs> I'm like, damn, this is cool. Like all these cool dynamic characters. And then you threw in fucking Bowser. <laughs> Sonic, Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> but overall, the, the show is good, but just be prepared for a, a really shitty letdown at the end. So so maybe don't maybe don't watch it. Wait, you know what? Stay wait for more information. If I find out if they somehow find enough money to do it at least a season finale, so that at least I can find some closure, you can still have some hype for the next season. You gotta do it like they did with that uh What's that show with all them little kids and like the evil thing? Stranger Things. <laughs> I don't I never watched much of Stranger Things. I saw it casually on the couch of Asian John's house. I've never watched like a whole season. It's like Stranger Things. When they end a season, it's like something happened. But then there's like a little bit of mystery. But but something happened. There's a little, a little bit of mystery still. It never just ended like, tune in next time to find out something None of these stories have any closure whatsoever, but tune in in three years when we finally tell you what might happen. It's, it was terrible. So, Next topic and final topic of the day, the barracks. We uh, Should we be talking about this? I don't know. I think they want, I think they want us to talk about them. <sighs> Where do I begin? The barracks did a, a new like series where uh, it's a game escape battle at the barracks. It's called influencers versus, I think it's influencers versus influencers. So they take all these people from the internet, except me, that have big internet followings and get a bunch of views on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, and they try to get them all to go against each other. And they have all these brackets. So here's here's the first. My first impression was I watched the video. And it was Steve Barra and Eric Costin basically just talking shit about influence. I think they were trying to be funny, but they were really just being like demeaning. I get it, you guys. You're both very successful people. And you see other people trying to be successful in their own right. And you can't help but say, 
<laughs> yeah, take your little YouTube money and try and do a kickflip and dress weird and dance on the internet. And they did a whole lot of like, hey, have you heard of this guy? No, I don't know who he is. Well, apparently somebody thinks he's famous. And it was just, it was a lot of like, it was a lot of just like guys talking shit about the younger generation. And I, I've been there. I do the same thing when it comes to like the no comply skaters. I, I, I talk shit. But the way they did it, I think like it seemed more like snarky. But maybe that was just the way I interpreted it. I could be wrong about that. Maybe they were just trying to hype it up. Maybe they were just trying to invoke, invoke people to comment because I know a lot of the comments were along those lines. So, anyways, uh, among the names, uh, the most, the most important of the names t- to me were um, Andy Schrock was in one of the brackets. John Hill was in one of the brackets. I heard from both of those people that they both told the barracks they did not want to be involved. Uh, maybe Andy's too busy. John said he has too much going on. They did not want to be involved. I told him that before the announcement video, yet the barracks didn't care and they still announced it and they still put their names in there. Um, I imagine maybe that's to set up to set up this new thing to say like, ooh, these guys are afraid. Or like just some just some way to belittle the YouTube crowd. I mean, their their announcement video was belittling enough, but I'm sure they'll find a way to twist this into more shit talk. And I think Aaron Cairo also said he was not going to be involved. They still left him in the in the bracket. And I could be wrong. The chat room's not giving me any information at all. I thought, see, I'm ta- when I talk about Bidia, all they fucking want to do, the chat room here live on Twitch, all they want to do is give all the barracks information. But when I start talking about it, it becomes a barren wasteland, lack of any information on the topic whatsoever. That's perfect. I'm going to try and go off what I read earlier. I think the guy June, is uh, he's really famous for manuals. And, well, he's, he's a great skater anyways. And he's also really well known for, like, trick shots and shit. Great skateboarder, great at manuals, great at caspers. Really good at these these manual, like, chain combos. I think he also backed out, too. So I don't remember how many people they had on. Let's assume that they had uh, 16 people. Well, that's already four that have that have backed out. And there's a lot more influencers out there. They could have put Doug Desatels. That guy is a beast. You know, there's plenty of great skaters. I think... What the barracks is doing, it's so funny to me that they're going to talk shit on all these kids, right, for for getting views and being happy and and having fans and supporters. They're going to be like, yeah, you can't, yeah, whatever, guys, you, you just dance around on the internet type shit. Yeah, use that YouTube money. <laughs> Good luck with your YouTube money. While at the same time, nobody hated on them for having a great idea back in the day. Right, the the original barracks was a genius idea. You know, they they took things from YouTube and and made it into their own their own shit, their own park. They put their own money in the shit. They invested in into themselves. They invested into themselves, and a lot of skateboarders said, "Hell yeah, dude, this shit's amazing." Yeah, when they see someone else investing in themselves, it's eh, whatever. Like, not not really our style. Also, if you think that these guys are so lame. Why are you begging for them to be a part of your your world? Right? That's my other question. If you think these guys are so lame and so laughable and you're going to do this shit like, have you ever heard of this guy? Nah, not really. If you're going to say shit like that, then why don't you just leave them alone and stick to stick to the, your battle at the barracks? I'm sure people would love to see that tired-ass series continue. 
I'm sure people are just dying to see who's going to win in a game of skate against two people they've already seen play nine times or roll some skate dice or 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 the best one yet have a guy sit sit really high up and just film a skate sesh. Yeah, I you know what the the real thing is? You guys need these fools for fresh ideas. That's That's what's up, man. I don't know. It's I know it's not like against me and <laughs> actually this is <laughs> this is probably why I wasn't invited <laughs> because cuz this is the this this is the shit. It's the way I talk, but um, also I had a bad experience. Can I get, can I give you guys the, the background? One day I skated the barracks. I got invited by like a media company to, to, <laughs> interestingly, to help promote the Chris Cole documentary. And, uh, I went out there. I got to do like the little meet and greet at the barracks. I got, went to the documentary and the movie theater, got to do the, take a picture with Chris Cole, talk to him for a minute. I really liked, I really liked his, uh, it's called The Motivation 2. I really liked it. The way that it was organized was really good. You know, the way that I kept in contact with whoever was the, the manager of, of of hiring influencers to do all that shit. It was great. I went there with major crew, Eddie. And uh, it, and it's, it's a small thing that annoyed me. It's just a really small thing. But the barracks has a rule where you're not allowed to film in there. I thought to myself, okay, that's cool. Like, I don't have a DSLR camera. I don't have, you know, 10 of my friends with a VX. I went in there. I set my phone on a pole. And uh, I hit record so that I could do a, a one flat bar trick. And one of the employees came over, took my phone, and put it face down. So I, I, I came back. I landed my trick. I came back, and I said, oh, damn, like, my phone must have fell. I'll set it back up. I set it back up. I come back, my phone is down again. I look over at Nick Holt, who's there, and he goes, hey, that guy keeps turning your phone upside down. I'm like, hey, what's up with this, man? He's like, he didn't have like an outfit on, you know, the, the people there, they just dress normal. You know, he didn't have like a barracks hat on or anything. So I'm like, hey, man, what's up with this? Like, why, why are you doing this, man? He's like, no filming in here. Next time I'm going to take your phone or something. I'm like, you're going to take my fucking phone, motherfucker? Like, I'm over this fucking place. I'm like, I didn't, <laughs> I don't know. It was. It was just like, Somebody in the chat just said, uh, a mushroom trip says, it seems like the barracks is acting like skate gatekeepers. There's no, there's no better definition than a skate gatekeeper than someone telling you you're not allowed to film. Like, you're not allowed to film here because if, if you skate better than our guys, we look bad. Wow. Like, that's what it really comes down to. And that's how it's been for years over there. They need to. They need to get in control, right? Remember the first, the first uh, pro verse Joe guy. I can't think of his name, but he. I remember he had a mean fucking like blunt big flip. Like uh, he had all these crazy uh, nollie double back heels. You know, all these switch double flips. Switch everything was double flips, and and it was really dope. They thought that fool was going to be the next big thing in skating, so they sucked that fool's dick for a long time. It turns out he probably was not the next next big thing in skating, and Barracks dumped that fool off. I bet they're not throwing money at him no more. Is that a good example? No, I can't even think of the fool's name, but whatever. I just think that, uh, I mean, I'm not the most educated guy. Who am I in skateboarding? I'm just one man in my room with a black eye talking about a place that I've only been to twice, talking about some guys that I've only briefly met. 
but when I did briefly meet them, they were very hyped to pick Andy Schrock's brain about the best ways to grow your YouTube channel. So that's kind of interesting that now that now they suddenly are like too cool. I don't know. Maybe you know what? Maybe I just didn't get the joke. Maybe I'm just a hater. Maybe I'm sensitive. Maybe I'm just bitter that my phone got turned over. But the bottom line is, man, I'm happy that skateboarding is not owned by the fucking barracks because I think it's beautiful that these other skateboarding kids can dress up in funny outfits and glasses and do no complies and dance around on TikTok and still make fucking money. I think that's I think that's a good thing for skateboarding. And I think the 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 day that we put two or three or four people in charge of who's allowed to make money off skateboarding, I think that's the day that that it's completely over. So uh that's that's my thoughts on that. Uh I would love to hear your guys' thoughts though. I will hang out and chat a little bit in the chat room, but that's all I got for today's podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube or you tuned in late, you can catch the entire you can catch the entire podcast on YouTube, also on iTunes. You can get the podcast app or whatever or whatever they do on iTunes. You guys can watch this on your way to work. You can listen to it. It's great. It's a good time. Uh, Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, that comes out on Sunday morning. If you want to support the channel, you can donate. I appreciate the donation from Trey Landings. I appreciate those of you who subscribe here on Twitch. You guys can support via that. I'll always take your money. I will always take your money. Oh, speaking of money, small, small update. Cake Muscle Skateboards, uh, my order has been in the queue for 10 months. We finally hit our 10-month milestone I uh, I did a skateboard. I requested a skateboard to be made. It's been in in the queue for ten months. I don't know if this is because of COVID or because they only fuck with the the big the big companies now, the the big clients. Because I I noticed that Andy Schrock is still getting boards. Cake Muscles not. I don't know. Anyway, shout out to everyone who's in the chat. A mushroom trick. A mushroom trip. A mushroom trip. Alex G. Vulgar Tech. iBook Boy. You got me. Schizma weed. Pixelated suits, iBook Boy, Trey Landings for the donation. I appreciate all you guys. One more thing. If uh, you can't send money, all you have to do is tell a friend about the podcast. That really helps me to grow, makes me happy, makes you happy, makes your friend happy because he found out about the podcast. And we all have a happy day. We can all smile. Look, I'm smiling. See? Jeez. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, man. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to hang out and chat with you guys. And also, speaking of the barracks thing, if I said anything that's wrong, let me know in a comment. You know, I I love, I don't mind, you know, being told when I'm wrong. If, we're, if you're watching this on YouTube or something like that. I just, especially on the barracks topic, especially on that topic, man, it's just, uh, it's just an odd situation. So maybe, maybe I have more to understand, but it's very odd. Anyways, that's all I got to say. You guys have a great weekend. I'm not going to be drinking too much. I'm, I am going to be drinking too little, like it's a small amount, like maybe, maybe none. None is also a small amount. But you guys, you guys can drink as much as you want. Don't drink too much, <laughs> but don't drink too little. Have a great evening.
Also, tonight or tomorrow night, whatever night you have, go on Netflix and watch Skater Girl.